Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Trot's Life. It is Wednesday with a wombat and... Holes are getting full at the moment. You wouldn't want to be a wombat, I wouldn't have thought. But uh, Joe Thompson is on the line, the president of Charlton Harness Racing Club. And I think we'll hear a bit more than just that to the community of Charlton. Joe, mate, firstly, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Um, no, I'm quite well. Um, just at Charlton, we're just back to resume normal proceedings up here now. Yeah, okay. So tell us firstly, mate, the harness meeting today... Uh, was due to be at Charlton. It's been transferred through uh, over to uh, Maryborough, and it's pretty obvious reasons for most that have seen any pictures of the uh, facility there at Charlton. So tell us a bit about the transfer and, and where the facilities are, are at in condition with the flood water out of the Avoca River. Yeah, well, the um, obviously the uh, track and surrounds are in the uh, right beside the Avoca River. It um, went through all the stables, uh, probably up to a metre high, I suppose, um, but, you know, in the lower parts of the stables. It also, it's gone into the um, into the uh, numbers room and the female driver's room and the, and the uh, swab box and, and the vet room that it's adjacent to that. Uh, and it may have got in the storeroom. We actually haven't gone over and had a complete look yet because it's only just... It's only receded um, out of there yesterday. Um, as I've got a farm and a bit of other things going on, that wasn't actually... It, it'll, it, look, there'll be the damage, but it, what, the main building itself, the new um, uh, community centre we put in, is well above the floodline. It'll be a, yeah. a, a metre above the floodline. So it's more of a surround than the, the uh, three small buildings that we'll have to deal with. Yeah, there's a bit of... There's definitely been, um, you know, roads washed and even inside the stables, like there's been mud moved around and so, stuff like that. So there will be a, a clean-up. But if it was in the old buildings, it would have been through the majority of them, I'd say. Yeah, like, and that's what triggered the new building in effect, wasn't it, all those years ago? <laughs> you are right. You're spot on the money. And, um, no, we got they've definitely got the levels right for that building. And, uh, yeah, we've done as much preparatory work as we could yeah we moved yeah our fridge out of the uh swab the uh, vet part of the swab box and um you know a washing machine out of the numbers room and some stuff out of the storage area and put whatever we could up above the flood line or what we suspected would be the flood line and uh we'll have a real assessment later today tell us about the training center mate and i I know that there's a bit of a story behind uh, a levee bank that got built by, I believe, you and a few others as well to protect the training centre and also uh, I think it protected the town as well. Yeah, Toby. So my property is adjacent 
to the river, but it's also just south of the town, and and, um, and, and it's adjacent to the uh, training centre as well. So um, we've been advocating for some time up here to have floodworks, and to be honest, we were dismissed by all the ones with the letters after their name um, when they were yeah. doing the consultancy, yeah. and it was pretty disappointing at the time. Uh, because they they never suffer the consequences of what they leave behind. There was a lot, a lot of money spent that didn't actually didn't mitigate the flood. Um, so on Saturday, uh, that we went up and had a look at what was happening, and we've got to say one of the um, one of the uh, the one of the fellow in charge of the Bullock Shire in charge of the flood in Charlton, as in the technical work side of it, he came out a look and he supported us in what we did. It, was just what, it wasn't just me, there was a couple of others involved as well. Yep. And um, we proposed what we wanted to do. We got an excavator. We were very lucky. We got an excavator in because we only, we only get one excavator within the district because most couldn't access the place. Um, and we got an excavator in and used some of our own tally handlers uh, and put in a absolute uh, black and gold budget uh, <laughs> heavy and, and and actually enhanced the water flow to east of the town. So as that would be as you come in from the hillside, you know, if you're coming up from Bendigo, the quarry hillside of the town. Yep. What that allowed, it took pressure off the, off the, the water going into the town. So it just relieved the amount of water running back into the town from some other tributaries that would go back into the Evoca. Um And look, we had a bit of luck doing it, but this was this was done hodgepodge on the Saturday of a flood that's you know, going to peak on the Sunday night. You know, it was... Anyway, we continued to do that on Saturday and into the evening and then and worked on it again on Sunday. Yeah. Basically all day Sunday. And then after we got that pretty right, it was getting towards the peak. Uh, uh, I wasn't involved, but in the town, then they went and did some um, mitigation work in there as well, which just the last minute stuff. But the main, the main thing that happened was we actually kicked it around the town. It had always been doing, you know, but with uh, those always dry years in the late nineties and you know up until two thousand and ten, yeah. um, a lot of knowledge was lost on what could be done to mitigate it to get round the town. And there was roads built, and you know, every time there's a road built, there's never enough money for the culverts. Anyway, we've done that, and it, it they actually modelled it. I was talking to the CEO of the Shire on uh, Monday, but he came out and looked at what happened, what we'd done, and what, what, you know, why it worked, this time anyway. Um, yeah. And they actually... They actually modelled the flood at 8.2 metres. Now the flood was 7.9. It got uh, it got four premises in the town. The last time it was that height, uh, it actually got 84 premises, and they modelled it to go 8.2 metres. Wow. Right, so yeah. it would have been a, no, that it was it was it was coming in, and it was I would have said it to all that because it, it was a big flood. Yeah, it was pretty big. But it, it was going to be 300 mil higher. It would have wiped out a, a fair few thousand, I believe. Now, the, the participants there, Greg. So, Mer- in relation to the training centre, sorry, yep, yep. in relation to the training centre, 
So, so in say the flood in 2000, there's a flood in 2010 that was similar. That that training centre would have all been under and so forth. The, the, it's the driest these horses have been in the last week since it's dried up a bit because we haven't had rain for about five or six days. It was actually when the flood was on was the driest they've been to be, to be honest. So, so the participants there in the training centre, Greg Norman took off to Adelaide. I think uh, Ash Markham moved his horses up the road. Uh, Mick Gadsden stood there with a broom and hoped that uh, he'd sweep the water away if possible. <laughs> he built some little pads or something. Yep. Um, but they're That's all, right. They're That's all, right. We did that. Yep. They're all okay at the moment. But what are the chances if we get another 50 or 100 mil over the net coming days that the Avoca River gets even higher, mate, goes above that 8.2, goes above your levy bank, then what happens? Well, what we're doing now, uh, we've actually trying, we've got an excavator up there now, um, doing, enhancing what we're doing. So we're going, we're going from the absolute black and gold model that was out of date yeah. to maybe the black and gold model that's just in date. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's still not the answer, yeah. but but we can only do so much at this time. But they've now got a, a I think they've got a far greater handle on what they can do. Um, going into the future. Now, how that, how that plays out, I don't know, but um, they've certainly got a far greater handle of what can be done and to mitigate Charlton, as it used to be. We've had floods, big floods in the 70s and 80s here yeah. that never used to go into the town, but with various things that happened over that period of time, no one's, probably no one's actual fault. They're just one and two percenters, but they've built up over time, and it's instead of directing it around the town, it's directed it into it. Yeah, okay. It's, it's pretty disappointing. It is pretty disappointing. But it, it, they, they now, I think the authorities have got a far greater handle on what can be done. Yeah, they're inconsequential effects of decisions that have been made over time and they've accumulated up. And well, the Evoca River, it's interesting, the Evoca River doesn't actually run into the Murray, I learnt this morning. It, it, it goes into the Kerrang Lake system. That's right. It, it will eventually get to the Murray if it's if it's big enough. This is a big flood. This flood is actually so. My brother and nephew in Witchyproof, and my nephew was at this flood. He's about sick of flood water because he, he lives in Witchyproof, and they are actually doing stuff up there for uh, the um, for flooding to come towards Witchyproof, which has only happened twice in I think a hundred years. So it's a long way from the uh, Avoca River at Witchyproof. It'd be. 10 to 12 miles west of which the, uh, of the Avoga River, which you bring. The, t- the 2010 floods, because the ground was so dry and there was such little crops, did it move into the river a lot quicker and happen a lot quicker and this is a lot slower because there's more crops and et cetera around? No, no, you're on the money. Yeah, you're on the money. It has moved slower through. It is, it's been, um, you're right, it, it definitely did. It uh, moved through... Had a pretty, you know, just an even pace, you know, because um, yeah. this river does flow very quick. Like, I was just over it there before. You wouldn't, you look at the river now, but it does go, as quick as it comes up, it does get away pretty quick. It's, it's gone from here. The river is back where it normally is, well within its banks, you know, probably a third of the way up, maybe. Yeah, okay. It does get away pretty quick. There's a lot of fall to the north. Once it gets north of Charles, it then goes into a true riverina flood. Yeah. You know, uh, whereas to the south of the town, we're still in a pretty tight valley because the valley isn't very wide. It's only from the bottom of the of the hill on the east side of town as you approach, you know, where the quarry is, yep, to yep. the bridge, 
just up past the bridge. That is the Invoker River um, floodplain at Charlton. It's, it's wouldn't be probably only be about three mile wide. It's, it's so you've got a lot of water going through in a very small area. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. All right, Joe, mate. Thanks so much for coming on on short notice and giving us a bit of update what's going on at Charlton and the effects on uh, the uh, harness racing industry. There sounds like. Uh, the 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 uh, damage to the track will be something, but it'll be a big clean up, not uh, not new buildings as such, like you had to do in two thousand and ten. Oh no, we need uh, Toby. No, no, we've uh, we've dodged this one anyway, so uh, we will um, we won't celebrate too hard, but we've definitely dodged this one, and uh, hopefully we can keep doing the, doing any others that might come our way. All right, good on you, Jay. Thanks, mate. Thank you.